Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our celebrant is Reverend Enrique Salvo, the rector of the cathedral. Please stand and join in singing the entrance hymn, which can be found in the blue St. Michael hymnal, number 716. Praise my soul, the King of heaven, number 716. the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral everyone and everyone that's united with us in this Mass at home and we welcome also Father Paul from Poland that's visiting from Poland. And as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, 
Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. <laughs>
Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us and grant that with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast, even now, to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Kings. The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night. God said, ask something of me and I will give it to you. Solomon answered, O Lord my God, you have made me your servant, king to succeed my father David. But I am a mere youth, not knowing at all how to act. I serve you in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a people so vast that it cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding heart to judge your people and to distinguish right from wrong. For who is able to govern this vast people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon made this request. So God said to him, because you have asked for this, not for a long life for yourself, nor for riches, nor for the life of your enemies, but for understanding, so that you may know what is right, I do as you requested. I give you a heart so wise and understanding that there has never been anyone like you up to now. And after you, there will come no one to equal you. The word of the Lord.
to your promise to your servants. Let your compassion come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. The word of the Lord.
have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia! The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea, which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore and sit down to put what is good into buckets. What is bad, they throw away. Thus, it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Do you understand all these things? They answered, yes. And he replied, then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. The Gospel of the Lord. These last Sundays, we have been meditating on the words of Jesus and the importance of us to follow and always make the kingdom of heaven the priority of our lives. And of course, that includes and mostly includes our basic destiny of being created out of love by God to be with him for all of eternity in heaven. But in a very important way, though, it's something that he wants us to begin to live now on this earth. He already came from heaven to earth to bring the kingdom of heaven amongst us. And therefore, we are invited and are meant to live already here on earth as citizens of heaven. And as we see in today's uh, first reading, one of the ways that happens is by us asking God to give us the things that are the gifts of heaven, like wisdom, the Holy Spirit, love, everything that comes from heaven that there's nothing wrong with asking God for helping with our job, with our daily lives, even like to find our lost keys, a parking spot. That just shows that we trust him as we go around our lives. But we have to, most importantly of all, ask him for the things that will help us to come to the kingdom and to live as sons and daughters of the kingdom here on earth. And of course, we must all ask for wisdom. And Solomon, uh, God was so happy here because he could have asked for anything. He could have asked, as he says, for riches and power and the greatest palaces and mansions and kingdoms. 
but he asked for the wisdom to know how to act and how to do a good job as king. And we must all ask for that, but not only that, we must remember that perhaps we won't get the wisdom of Solomon fully, and even though he wants to give us as much as we can, but we also have, being part of the kingdom, a heavenly family that will help us as we are meant to help one another in walking according to the ways of God. Of course, beginning with the Gospels and everything that Jesus teaches us. But in the last 2,000 years, God has given wisdom to so many of the saints, to the most brilliant minds here on earth, are part of our heavenly family, our, our, our family of the church, that we must learn from them. And we are invited to, to have these treasures in our life that makes it in such a way that we don't have to figure everything out on our own. We already have these treasures of wisdom that we can help us to guide our lives in the way that we are meant to live it. One beautiful one, and tomorrow is his feast day, is the teachings of St. Ignatius of Loyola. St. Ignatius of Loyola, who founded the Jesuits, he has these powerful, of course, I'm just going to give a little summary here. There's so much out there to learn, though. As a matter of fact, in the Halo app, if you have the, the, uh, the Hallow app, which we always recommend, right now there's teachings on it. I'm actually taking part of it myself. And so he teaches the spiritual exercises. He teaches the discernment of spirits and many other things that if we learn them and put them into practice, because they're meant for all of us to grasp, we really are going to, as, as many other teachings of the saints and all of the treasures of the church, the spiritual treasures, we will start walking our lives as children, as citizens of the kingdom of God. So for example, take the discernment of spirits that St. Ignatius talks about. It's very similar to what Jesus is telling us in today's gospel, that as the net is thrown out, there's going to be good fish and there's going to be bad fish. And that happens in our life. We, a few weeks ago, we, we spoke about the weeds and, and, and the grain. It's, it's, it's a, a, a theme that Jesus is going through here. <clears throat> so St. Ignatius, for example, with the discernment of spirits, again, this is very brief. Uh, there's so much there, but just he, basically he reminds us that there are two spirits that are after us or for us. The good spirit, which is, of course, the spirit of God, and the heavenly family that is trying to get us into heaven and trying to help us live our lives now as citizens of heaven. And then you have the bad spirit, which is the spirit of the devil, of course, but also the fallen world, everything that's wrong with the world and all the bad messages that the world sends us also including our bruised ego or our inflated ego, which, which they're both bad, and, and, and all of the things that we ourselves <clears throat> do to us that aren't really from God, and it's our ego. Though, that's the bad spirits. They are constantly trying to get our attention to, to of course, to side with the one that they, they both want to side, either the good or the bad, just as the good fish and the bad fish. What happens is this then. St. Ignatius teaches us, when we are living a good life, or at least trying our best to live a life of a state of grace, the good spirit is going to continue to encourage us to do that. And the good spirit is going to always help us to keep on going, help us to have inspiration to even grow in holiness, of course, giving us the gifts that we need to do so, like wisdom. 
The bad spirits when we are living a state of grace and we are trying our best to truly live our, our life as good Christians is going to try to derail us. And it's going to try to tempt us. It's going to try to tell us that this isn't worth it. Many, many ways and mechanisms of, through the ages to try to get us to fall. When we are living a bad life, it's the opposite. The good spirit is going to sting our conscience. And, and it's going to not be pleasant because it's not supposed to. The, the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us, you're not living a good life right now. What you're doing, what you're, what, what you're choosing is not according to God's will for your life. And so it hurts. It hurts. It hurts our conscience. The, the, the evil spirit, though, when we're doing that, it's like, oh, come on, keep on going. This is fine. Look, everyone around you is doing it. This is what the world teaches, that it's going to be the way of happiness. So now they're going to try to keep us to live in the bad way. And they do so by consolation or desolation, it's called. Basically, when we are consoled by, by God, it's when we are living good to keep on going. The evil spirit is going to give us desolation, which is that, like, a, like a sadness, like a heaviness, and vice versa. So the important thing to always know when we know about these exercises is to realize that a spirit is going to be trying to get our attention, and that spirit is trying to either help us to be good or, or to fall, and we have to discern which is the one that right now is, is affecting me. And, and God allows the evil spirit because it's a victory uh, for us when we follow the good spirit despite our temptations and so on. I'm going to have a little bit of water. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my fear of heights. <laughs> but anyways, um, and, 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 and we, have to, we have to always know which one is. Again, this is just a summary. It's worth very much learning more about this and to put into practice is the most important way because our decisions that we make, the, the way that we live our life, everything will be affected by which spirit we follow. And of course, we want to follow the Holy Spirit. But the beautiful thing too, when we realize this, is that yes, no, it's scary to realize that there are uh, e the evil spirits that are trying to get us down and go down the wrong way. But isn't it beautiful that we have the good spirit always with us and that the good spirit is always trying to get us into heaven and that God is always not only wanting us to get into heaven in a way that is permanent for the rest of our life for all of eternity, but even now to live our life as citizens of heaven. Isn't it beautiful that we don't have to figure all this out on our own? We have, we have God and his church and the, and, and the heavenly family to do that, and we must trust and remember that. Dur during uh, these Sundays, I like to give a little stories about my life because it's good for us to know one another and to know the priest. And I was uh, recently reminiscing with, with my, my family that's in town of when I was, when we were little, when I was like not even five yet, um, my dad um, got accepted to, um, to get an MBA at Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana. And my mom, you know, and so we all moved as a family from Nicaragua for a couple of years while he got his master's program. My mom went to Holy Cross uh, College as well during that time. And so it was uh, my mom, dad, myself, my younger brother, who, who was two at the time, 
And, and because they were going to be very busy, also uh, we brought uh, with us uh, this very nice lady who was our nanny in Nicaragua. Her name was Teresa. We called her Doña Tere. And, and she, she came and, and she would take care of us while, while they were busy in school and all that. So I, we laugh at this now. But when, when it was time for me to get registered for me to go to school, they, we went to this very nice school called, a parish school called Christ the King. And very nice. I remember I have great memories from it. But one thing that happened, though, was that I did not know one word of English. Not one word. And the, all the adults in the room, like, like my, my parents and the nuns, no one decided to say, hey, maybe we should teach him a little bit of English. Instead, no, it's like, oh, he's going to turn five in October, so that means he he's, should be in kindergarten. So I was actually one of the youngest kids in the school that... that without knowing the language. The only time it even came up was one time the sister, uh, the, the nun tells my mom, I think your, your child has hearing problems. And, and, and because like, and she, they, they make a, a little thing, it's like, and the nun starts calling me, Henry, Henry. And I didn't look back, and then my mom says, Enrique, and then I'm like, and it's like, it's, his, it's the same name, but he doesn't know that his name in English is Henry, it's Enrique. So anyways, somehow, I don't remember how I learned English, but, but I was there. On top of that, if that wasn't enough, they also had me take the bus from, from school to, to where we lived. And the bus would uh, leave me like, it seemed miles away, like, like the proverbial walking a mile in the snow. It must have been a few blocks, but uh, as, as a child, without knowing much or, I, and, and being all confused just about everything, including snow and everything that was so new to me, I, I, I felt it was forever. And on top of that, I had to figure out how to get home on, on my own every day. Somehow, God provides. And, and uh, because my, my so Doña Tere was at home with my, with my brother, who was two, and it was cold. Old, they couldn't go out and so on. So as an adult, I was laughing. It's like I was laughing with like my, my parents. It's like really like I, I know it was the 70s, so I mean it's kind of different. And and so it's not like the the parent. You know, it was more like just let go was maybe the parenting style. But it's like you put me in the school without knowing the language. Then I have to figure out how to get home, and I'm not even five. And it's like you know that was a lot. But then my mom said, yes, that's true, and, and actually, but that good for you, you made it, she said. But then she says, but when it comes to that, when, when you thought that you were walking uh, back to, to, to the apartment by yourself, you were never really alone because Doña Tere, she knew exactly the moment that the bus would come, and she was always looking out the window. And so from the window of our apartment, she could see from a distance where the bus would leave me, and she would see me walking back safely home, and if she, she was making sure I made it home. Obviously, if, if I was going to take the wrong turn or get lost or if a stranger came or whatever, she was watching, and she would have come and run and, and to help me. She, she was there all along supervising me. I just didn't know it at the moment, and they forgot to tell me that, or if they did, I didn't feel it that way, because of course, just like in this life, uh, you, you think that we're alone. But I found that so beautiful, because it really is a reminder of how it works with God, going safely to the heavenly homeland, to home, which is heaven. We think that we are walking in this life alone. We think that we are, we, we don't get it, we think that we're going to 
uh, get lost, or sometimes we do. We think that we don't know how to navigate properly to get there. But God is with us. And even though we think that we cannot see him, even though we don't always experience his presence in our life, he is with us. And he is watching as is the whole heavenly family watching, supervising, and making sure that we get to the kingdom of heaven safely, that we make it home. And it's a beautiful thing because in a way, it's also empowering because we, we, out of faith, we know that, that God is there with us, but God also wants us to learn our lessons on our own and to make some mistakes and, and to get down and, and, and stand up again. So just, just like being a child that's kind of lost in, 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 and confused in, in everything, he lets us that, but never will he really make, uh, make it to where we truly get lost. The evil spirit's going to try that, but he is always there. So let us not only remember that in faith, always, but let us also remember that we must discern that that good spirit, as St. Ignatius teaches us, is trying to always get our attention. Let us put our full attention to the good spirit so that we not only make it safely home to the heavenly homeland, but that we may walk this life in, as already as children of heaven with the peace, with the joy, with the wisdom that comes from remembering that in the end, we are beloved sons and daughters of the heavenly father, that with his open arms, he is waiting for each and every one of us to safely come home. God bless you. And now, let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made, for us men and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, amen. And now we turn to God with all of our needs and petitions. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and lady, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. 
Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. For those serving in public office, that they govern with wisdom and integrity, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the church that we may joyfully share the treasure of our faith with all those searching for hope, for peace, and for meaning, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God of wisdom and mercy, grant these in all of our prayers through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please join in singing, Come Down, O Love Divine, number 482 in the Blue St. Michael Hymnal.
pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the offerings which we bring from the abundance of your gifts, that through the powerful working of your grace, these most sacred mysteries may sanctify our present way of life and lead us to eternal gladness through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For in you we live and, and move and have our being, and while in this body we not only experience the daily effects of your care, but even now possess the pledge of life eternal. For having received the first fruits of the Spirit, through whom you raised up Jesus from the dead, we hope for an everlasting share in the Paschal mystery. And so, with all the angels, we praise you, as in joyful celebration we acclaim. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. 
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing Be Thou My Vision, number 452, in the blue St. Michael hymnal, number 452. join in singing O Living Bread from Heaven, which is number 670 in the same blue St. Michael hymnal, number 670.
Let us pray. We ha have consumed, O Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son. Grant, we pray, that this gift, which he himself gave us love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace.
and have a beautiful Sunday, everyone. Please join in singing, Now Thank We All Our God, number 641 in the Blue St. Michael Hymnal, number 641. <laughs>